0: Welcome to Who Analyzed Roger Rabbit? The podcast that dissects Who Framed Roger Rabbit? With special guests Kestra and Andrew Dorowski.
1: Hey everyone, welcome to Who Analyzed Roger Rabbit? I am Chris Blair. I am here with Annie McMullen. Hello. And this week we have two very special guests. both the Disney... Animation Minute Essentials Podcast, Andrew Dorowski. Hello. And Kestra Dorowski.
2: Hi. Hey,
0: thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks. Thank you.
2: Yeah, thanks for having us. And good job getting our name right.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, both, both both our real names and our yes. the name of our podcast. Yes. We have yeah. to deal with those all the time. How do people mess up the name of the podcast? That was also my question. They usually say Disney Animated. Um, minute essentials that's like the main mistake or so they'll just say disney minute.
2: minute or or yeah.
0: disney animation or yeah they, they mostly they just don't commit to it but
1: for for sure <laughs> we'll, we also go by dame we are diving into a cartoon studio this time you dove into a couple full-length disney animated movies uh so far snow white and the little mermaid can i can i get the the real dirt here what is is your
0: favorite disney animated movie oh, it is oh. it is actually like genuinely it is so far hard. it's been really hard to, to not pick like whatever we're, we're currently working work on, on mm-hmm. working on because for a long time i was like well I, I don't think i could ever love anything more than snow white now that we've like, spent so much time and then like little Mermaid is like i really like little mermaid guys but then and i haven't even done like the heavy research Kesha always does the the heavy research for our seasons she's the one yeah. who who like even reads a book about it and, <laughs> and, and usually does much more than that. Um, and I really just like watch the movie and do the the tech side. Um, but like we watched 101 Dalmatians, like, this is pretty dope guys. They're, like, <laughs> I, I really like 101 Dalmatians now. <laughs> um, and like, and and I have these realizations that like, I haven't really watched them uh, since I became an adult. Yeah. You know, most of them, I watched a lot as a kid. I've seen them as a kid. And then I realized, I don't really know what the story is, which is the same for Roger Rabbit, right? I watched Roger Rabbit in that same kind of cycle when I was not even 10 years old and you know it would get put on in the afternoons uh, and and I would get familiar with it, which Roger Rabbit, that is not a movie for that kind of treatment. I should not have been watching this at that age very much. Certainly not like a couple dozen times in my childhood when I yeah. watched it again as an adult. I was like, what? what was my mom thinking? What were my parents <laughs> thinking? This this doesn't make any sense. It's also, like, I don't understand and respect all this film noir stuff that they're doing. I have no context Also, for knowing,
2: knowing your parents, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, not that they're, like, very reserved or anything, but, like, this just doesn't seem like the kind of thing they would
3: put you're, on for our you're, kids. You're
0: surprised that this one was in the VHS collection. Yes, I am. Like, they put this in? They bought this one?
3: Yeah. I, I think I've, I've been reading some reviews, like, just like reviews random people, right? Not like professional critics. And um, that seems to be a pretty common problem that people think it's a kid's movie. And then they're very upset uh, that it's like, a you know it's inappropriate for a kid's movie and you're like well it's yeah. not a, it's not a kid's movie <laughs> and yeah. the yeah. review is flawed <laughs> so uh, yeah. i don't think and, it was and, just your parents that that went into <laughs> it and said like there's a cartoon and just kind of threw it at, at, at their kids
0: yeah, yeah. And, and like watching it in preparation for this like genuinely i don't think i've watched this as an adult i'm watching i like this is great this is like this is a good movie. Yeah, I, I really appreciate that this movie's doing some interesting stuff. There's a lot of stuff I was like, oh, that's the thing that was for the kids. That's dumb. They should have. <laughs> yeah. They should have really like stuck to their oh, no, stupid no, no. kids. It's, like, <laughs> it, it's cool film noir stuff. Um, and so there were those things like, oh, I probably thought that was I, like when I was a kid. That's probably what I was watching this for, and that's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and and so if I was gonna watch, you know kids movies and cartoons that were for kids i'd want to watch something that's more completely for a kid like something something like little mermaid you know that is pretty uniformly suitable appropriate understandable comprehensible for a child uh and then this is like oh no there's like huge gaps where it's, i don't understand an alcoholic i'm yeah. six i don't know <laughs> yeah. what alcohol i like i don't understand like this stuff looks like root beer I guess this guy really likes to drink root beer
2: also you you're you our families don't drink alcohol yeah yeah like, I don't drink alcohol so, like... so I wouldn't
0: have been exposed to whiskey anyway like he keeps pulling this bottle out of his jacket like it's weird that he's pulling like something out of his jacket <laughs> why is he drinking so much soda yeah <laughs> you know like because that's the, all the context that I had as a as a child yeah um and but watching as an adult I'm like this is pretty good like it's like it's good, effective storytelling. Like it's piecing it together. You have a lot of sequences. You're like, oh, I understand something from earlier. Like two scenes ago, he said this thing and now I understand it better. Yeah. So all that sort of stuff's good. That has nothing to do with your the original question. question <laughs> <which> is, like, <laughs> what's my favorite Disney movie? Well, I um, think
1: that has everything to do with it too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, like right now, I'm probably gonna go ahead and say 101 Dalmatians because it's the one that I think about the most. and mm-hmm. And so every time I think about it, wow I really appreciate this about it this is really interesting this is a good movie dad this dog he's trying to like take care of his puppies but then he finds a bunch of other puppies like well I guess we're taking care of all of them like I'm not going to stop and parts of it I'm like this is like taken this is like taken for dogs this is <laughs>
2: <laughs> it is me I don't know uh I I'd probably say Snow White just it just it it, it feels I, I guess it feels like home right now, like mm-hmm. thinking about it, it's what our podcast started with. Uh, if you listen to our podcast, you know that um, my grandpa, my grandfather's mother created Snow White's dress. And so like I have a con- connection tie there and it's just, it feels like home, but I don't know if she would be like, if you asked me what my favorite Disney character would be, it would be different. So Disney- But movies, you
0: love the villains. So I it, love like, the villains. it
2: might be
1: the evil queen.
2: It might be the evil queen yeah yeah
1: she's great before or after
0: the witch transformation or both I mean she's great in both she's great in both and that transformation sequence is yeah oh, yeah fantastic but I
2: was like all for the queen during Snow White and I was all for Ursula <laughs> during Little Mermaid I could tell you I'm not gonna be all for Cruella because oh. I I love dogs and so it, her passion is
0: yeah she's too harsh. Was kind of the say. worst. Yeah, Carell is like pretty pretty rough. I was gonna say that we we do really love Sleeping Beauty. Mm-hmm. We we have a very yes. significant soft spot for Sleeping Beauty, so that might be one of the ones that we're like most looking forward to.
1: Yeah, yeah, and Maleficent, great villain,
0: mm-hmm. um, yep. top tier.
1: What would you say is your relationship? So I, I, I've got a little bit of this so far, but with the movie Roger Rabbit.
0: So uh, yeah, I basically outlined mine. You know, mm-hmm. watched it a, a bunch as a kid and had memories of it and some associations but not a clear sense of it and probably saw some some bits and pieces um in my in my late teens and 20s i i'm sure they had it on tv and so there were like sequences where, where i would see it and i was like oh that brings back memories but i don't think i've watched it until just now and so it's probably been it it honestly it was probably 10 years since i saw any significant portion of it mm-hmm. Uh, until, until this. Um, so that's, that's about all I've got for it. And
2: Kestra, you,
3: you had never seen it.
2: Yeah. I've never seen the full film, at least to my recollection. I, but I, I I'm certain it's not something my, my parents would have put on for me. Um, Just, just knowing them. So but your parents thought that it was an anyway. adult movie. <laughs> like your parents. Well, they were just less movie centric. And I didn't watch a ton of. um like i didn't watch a, t- i didn't have a broad spectrum of movies it or like was,
0: a like a big vhs and dvd collection we had
2: a good dvd collection but honestly it was mostly disney animated movies and some other stuff but um like I, I, I I've watched stuff, but my parents also watched stuff and then never introduced it to me. And then I watched it later and they're like, Oh yeah, didn't we show it to you? No.
0: <laughs> so your parents weren't as big about like putting something out. Yeah. Like my family's made a point of like, okay, we're introducing movies, yeah. we're watching Indiana Jones, it's movie night in the summer. Um, and so we would all like get together and watch movies. And yeah. I don't think you you guys didn't have that kind of movie family time in the same way.
2: We would ha- we honestly our movie family time was going to see th- going to the movies to to watch a new film that was like the majority of it but um so I've never seen Roger Rabbit but I've been to Disneyland a lot and I'm sure that at some point I went on the ride but I'm I'm not certain if I if I have or not but I think I have
0: and you definitely you definitely knew about Roger Rabbit. yeah
2: I knew who uh, Jessica Rabbit was I knew like who these characters were I've seen them before and I knew bits and pieces of this and I'm certain I've saw the Donald Duck and, and Daffy Duck bit before like that whole thing I think I might not have but I feel like I have uh, but yeah so there's like parts and I'm like I think I may have seen like a clip of that or a uh, like an image of it or something but yeah I'm, uh, up until a few days ago that I had not seen this before
3: I think that's it that sort of brings up an interesting point I think about the movie in general where like they do a very good job of um weaving in all of the tropes so I think it would be hard to tell whether or not you saw like this one cartoon scene or it was just super reminiscent of like every other cartoon that you've seen right because they do such a good job of, of kind of like being like This is the way these things are of both film noir and just slapstick cartoony stuff.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Minute seven begins with eddie saying i know there's no business like it and ends with rk maroon saying if you don't want to go to toontown so we're back in rk maroon's office uh, this is the first time we we get to spend some time with him any thoughts on rk maroon i don't really
0: like him <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, no he's he's like the quintessential like man this is Hollywood business. This is not creative like Hollywood. This is not aspirational Hollywood. This is just Hollywood business.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. There they, like I'm trying to think of who he's most based upon. And I was trying to look this up and like a lot of the big animators around this time, like Walter Lance and the Fleischer brothers, and hmm. um, no, probably the the biggest one was Walt Disney, but RK Maroon has nothing
0: in common
1: with walt disney
0: he, he does not no. have a disney vibe at no. all like he's he's not tall he doesn't have the mustache like if they were trying to do disney they would do so many different things so it can't be disney yeah it, it yeah.
2: reminds me i don't know if this is like how who how this person was but back when walt disney was had was with universal and did oswald the lucky Rabbit. And then they're like, oh, no, Oswald is our character. You mm-hmm. can't have him. It, like, this kind of thing reminds me of, like, how I picture that interaction to be. Yeah, I
1: think that was uh, Charles Mintz. Uh, yes,
2: that's what it was. Thank you.
1: Yeah, very, very. Seems like the worst guy, like, because cause his wife was... Originally in charge of the the studio that uh, Walt worked yeah. at, and then he married her and was like, you know, nope, you know, I'm taking over now. I'm gonna take over. Yeah,
3: <laughs> I I think he's just I think he's very much coming from the film noir side of things. Like mm-hmm. just just his face, like if he had no lines, right? Like they the his name is Alan Tilvern Til- 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 ta- Tavern Tavern Til- Tilvern, uh, and he. <laughs> He has like resting mobster face. Like he doesn't have to do anything else to just look like he is doing some bad shit. Yeah.
0: When you said that, it made me think of um, the mobster and the rocketeer. (laughs) Mm, Yeah. I was like, oh, it's it's like the rocketeer mob guy. Yeah. So I think you're right. This is, they just slapped film noir into the studio, but it's like, no, this is mob boss.
3: Yeah. I mean, I get, I think like most of the, humans in the movie are on the like film noir side of things and then most of mm-hmm. the cartoons are you know on the cartoons Ex- cartoon except, except for except
1: for acme probably
3: and mm-hmm. jessica yeah.
1: well yeah but although she's a a yeah human, human tune they don't uh, go
3: into that weird hybrid
0: gray area <laughs>
3: very much in this movie do they yeah,
1: uh, yeah
0: jessica and betty boop and <laughs>
1: the, yeah that <sighs> might be it there's there's got to be others right i mean there's like all all the cartoon the weasels. animals yeah the weasels are weasels
3: yeah but they're like mobster weasels
1: yeah but i mean all the yeah. all the animal cartoons are still personified in some way like roger still wears clothes mm-hmm we've talked about his weird clothes choices yeah we have talked about his <laughs> weird clothes choices um by the way um i i was kind of wondering you know we've seen a little bit of a maroon cartoon at the beginning and i was wondering like are maroon cartoons good and judging by the posters that are in rk maroon's office the answer is no it's an emphatic no <laughs> yes
0: yeah. you don't think uh i mean this is getting ahead into into other minutes this week you don't think uh, pistol packing possum Oh whatever it <laughs> yes was. The pistol
1: packing possum definitely stood out and by the way, I heard a theory about pistol packing pistol packing <laughs> possum That is a, a tough name that blew my mind. Maybe I'll get into that in the next minute when we could see the okay. full the full pistol pop packing
0: possum <laughs>
1: It is hard to say
0: it, it did remind me when we were on uh, Toy Story minute, we were inside pizza planet and we looked at like all the game cabinets and our favorite one was combat wombat (laughs) um and i don't know what that game is but it's a killer name yeah that's
1: a great name
3: in in this minute we we can see um one one cartoon poster in the background in it in all its glory and it is called the little engine that could, oh, yeah, and so it has cool. baby Herman in a full uh headdress and Rob Rab, Robert Roger Roger Rabbit, Roger Rabbit <laughs> <laughs> whose name I should know by now, um, uh, tied onto like he's gonna be burnt at the stake. Yeah, it's rough, it's, it's rough, it's very 1947.
0: It's got, it's got shades of uh, Peter Pan and mm. what makes the red man red, yes, um. Yeah, that's not a that's not it's a not, great look.
2: No.
3: No, it's not. Oh. And then I don't know what the other one is. Oh, Herman's Sherman's and there's like barbed wire and a tank and uh yeah. so there's dark
1: themes in these <laughs> two. There's Sherman dark tanks. It's for sure. And I mean this is during the wartime era um where they were making lots of propaganda films and that's what I'm assuming that uh so that was. So this one is, is set is.
0: in the 40s. That's what we're that's what I because mm. I haven't been sure.
1: Yeah, so this, this is, is in the
0: 40s. This is uh,
1: 1947. So right okay. in the height okay. of like the, yeah, all so the that propaganda. Yeah, so that would have
0: for sure been that, would have been, that would have been a propaganda film mm-hmm. about tanks.
1: Yeah, so um, that those are the two main characters, right? You've got Roger Rabbit, you've got Baby Herman, and we find p- pistol-packing possum exists too, but there's not a big lineup in the whole R.K. Maroon uh, animated family.
0: I think he's mostly making deals to get, like, to license the other characters, you know, mm-hmm. the other performers. He he doesn't have a huge stable in his own uh, studio because the 40s would have still been, you know, studio productions where it's like, okay, we've got all these people under contract. They have to make six movies with us every year.
1: Yeah, it seems and like, So well, I think that's the, the approach. That he's just going to make movies with Dumbo and the other people that he has coming in. Mm-hmm. Also in the back wall, um, there's some pictures of him. We had, we're examining and figuring out who the cat was in one of those, but um, Gary Wolf. Is it, is it oh, oh, did you know? Oh, oh, oh uh, he told us, he told us, but uh, I'd love to hear your guess.
0: I, I did not have a guess. Oh, okay. I mean, just, it, like, it, it evokes, you know, like the mm-hmm. old TV cats. Um, yeah. you know the the movie cat the short cat you know comedy short cartoon cats <laughs> yeah who kind of all had pretty
1: much the same look they had like yeah. the same animation style for all of them so the one on on the desk is a crazy cat i was 100%
3: convinced it was like felix or mm-hmm.
1: yeah mm-hmm. but there's a, felix. there's a uh, there's another po- another picture of him with a different cat i know it's a different cat only because the one on the uh, on the table has a white belly and this one has a black belly. And I think this one has gotta be either Felix the cat or Julius the cat.
0: I, I have no evidence
1: to suggest that. <laughs> I'm gonna go, it's official now, that is Felix the cat in, in the back <laughs> wall. Also a picture of him with Goofy and with Roger Rabbit and some other character I could not make out. So he um, says, uh, Eddie responds to the question. He knows there's no business like it. Uh, R.K. Maroon then goes into... I, I like that gag. I, Bob he, Bob Hoskins is great in this. He's he's so just dry with his delivery that it's just awesome.
3: He's incredible. Mm-hmm. He gives us so much in the moments when he's not talking. It's he's mm-hmm. He does just such a good job
0: with this movie. Yeah. yeah. Also, I don't know what it is about his voice, but it's... It, It's like, he's a cartoon character that's being voiced by someone else. Like it's not (laughs) exactly like there's something about, I don't know where his voice is coming from, but it's not coming from the same place where most people's voices come from inside their body. It's like, it's coming from behind the place where a voice is supposed to be coming from.
1: Yeah. I wonder how intentional of of a decision that was if he was thinking, well, I've got to kind of get a little bit of a cartoon sort of vibe going on. I'm just going to do this voice that um, does not sound
0: like a person. Yeah, it's just like a little more gravelly. Yeah. And and so I'm sure he yeah, he's probably putting something on because he's like, "Oh, it's it's film noir, so I'm going to be a little more Humphrey Bogart or something." Cuz it's not the same voice when he's like Smee and Hook or um or when he's Mario. It he's got <laughs> yeah. a little bit of the, like it's still close to his his own voice. He does have a little bit of that as Mario, but not as much.
3: Well, mm-hmm. he is English. So that, that's true that, I mean, I always forget, I th- that. I always I, yeah, forget that because he's, he's good at, he, he's good at it. Usually I I'm pretty good at hearing that stuff. And usually I can kind of pick up, you know, the, the places where people maybe drop their accent a little bit. And like, I don't, I don't know that there's any in this. He's pretty, he's pretty good, but in a way he's just always using someone else's voice. Cause I can't think of something where he played someone English. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's pretty impressive considering that not only is he acting with characters that aren't there, but he's doing it in a completely different accent in a completely different voice.
3: Potentially coming from behind him. (laughs)
1: Yes, (laughs) potentially throwing it. (laughs) Um, R.K. Barun laments on how much money uh, that uh, Roger Rabbit has cost them, which he says 25 grand, which I looked up and that would be three hundred and ten thousand dollars in today money so uh a lot of uh that's a lot for uh, for a cartoon a short mm-hmm. yeah yeah it seems that seems a lot and I'm, I'm thinking that it's just a combination of different cartoon shorts that roger has ruined so many with all his retakes that it has added up right. to that but no still. he says
3: he says um uh, it's on his latest on the latest, on the latest. yeah so i think oh. it's the one what's it what's the short call that they're filming. I can't um, remember. Something's cooking. Oh, something's cooking. <laughs> it's Roger. Um, yeah. By, that... by the
0: way, I, I've i been scrubbing through the uh, through the minute and I did find one more poster for a Roger Rabbit short in the background. It, Is it bad? It, it, I, <laughs> I don't know. It's him. There's like a fishing line and he's being pulled out of the water and says something about a wet horse. And I don't know what that's supposed to mean, but it's uh, Roger and, and, and baby Herman.
1: Even worse, uh, the wet nurse. Oh God!
0: That- <laughs> I'm gonna stick with horse. Is, it
3: a, is it, It's not a wet but, horse nurse, is it?
0: Well, but, but it could be. It could be wet nurse, like like for baby Herman. Well, yeah, like wet nurse, is a, that's like a like a that's a category of, of like caretaking. Yeah, yeah. it is.
1: It, it's it's uh, baby Herman with Roger on a fishing pole. And uh, him holding him over the water with the fish sticking his tongue out at Roger.
3: Oh, so maybe it's just a pun, like mm. how they're all puns.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think it's a pun, although. So
3: Roger's his nurse mm. and he and gets wet.
1: All
0: wet. Mm. Yeah. yeah. He's
3: in the water. He's
0: they go fishing.
3: Yeah. I suppose if there's, you know, two ways that could go, that's the preferable one.
1: <laughs> that's the way to go, yeah. <laughs> and still better than the other two posters.
0: <laughs> True. Also, I feel like um, Bob Hoskins and and R. K. Maroon in this interaction, they give you a sense of the world that you're in with with the real people, where there's still a cartoonish element to it. It's still some like kind of heightened, like the way Maroon keeps grabbing at Bob Hoskins' shoulder and and pulling him back. I need mean, I should start calling yeah. him Eddie, um, but it, like the way he grabs him is like this is kind of like a cartoonish interaction, right? The way he grabs him and it pulls him back in is. More than I think would happen with with like real flesh yeah, and blood. Yeah,
2: the way that they they act and they their portrayal, their their stance, their physicality, physicality. Yes, thank you. Uh, definitely, while while parts of this still seem film noir, it's there's definitely elements that you're like, oh, we're still in cartoon. Like this is this is still a cartoon world. Like there's still cartoon mm-hmm. elements to it.
1: Yeah, it's very over the top.
2: I think that that comes into play a lot with
3: Eddie specifically. Like, I'm not sure we see that Mm -hmm. um, a lot with many of the other um, human people, maybe. I don't know. We'll have to wait till we get to minute 30. I don't know. Is is he part um, cartoon? Well, he, he has like vibes, right? Like we've talked a yeah. little a little bit about like the proportion of his clothes are are is little they're weird, right? Like they're not normal. His ties too uh short, his hat everyone's too ties tall. like
0: that in this movie. <laughs> <Yeah. Those> ties <laughs> yeah, but, but are, the ties his, are weird for everybody. That's true.
3: <laughs> his his especially, right? Like, um, I think even Gary mentioned his hat was like per- intentionally a little bit taller than it should have been. Mm-hmm. Um To give him that like the suspenders and the the, the shirt. That he's sort of stylistically drawn, uh, even though he is a human. And they do, they they, they move like clowns.
0: He's a caricature of film noir.
3: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a, and a disheveled
0: mess. Right. Cause that's. Mm-hmm. Just... Yeah. And an, and an alcoholic. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. But they do, but, they okay. definitely do How, how can we convey that this guy is film noir, alcoholic, detective, private eye, like, oh, well you dress him like this and you make his jacket a little bit long here and a little bit, and his tie is a little bit wide here. And yeah, he's yeah, obviously exactly. dealing
2: with something, going through something
1: yeah yeah for sure like they they convey a lot by just his outfit choice although maybe if maroon had a little bit of a longer tie like a more normal tie it would have made the point even more instead of this weird world where all the ties are that short
3: i am looking at rk maroon right now in his double-breasted extremely wide lapel suit and like it's pretty normal it's it fits him well it, it's tailored like mm-hmm. it's odd because it's 1947 right but it's but it's appropriate and well done for its time whereas like eddie is a mess Mm -hmm. but 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 he does have this kind of
0: but rk maroon has this kind of like leaning forward hunchingness to his shoulders and everything yeah he kind of reminds me of uh richard nixon a little
1: bit like his whole
0: (laughs) and demeanor that's very that's actually and like the hair and everything Mm -hmm. um i get that i was gonna say eddie also i don't know if this if this is intentional or if it's just like the shooting conditions are right. He does seem like a little bit sweaty all the time. Like he's got alcohol sweats, like, <laughs> <constantly>. <laughs> and like is that part of being an alcoholic is like, okay, he's a little, he's a little sweaty, pretty much always.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I think it's like that and the fact that he's working so close to tunes again, which uh, has just put him it, it, in this horrible state.
0: He's just anxious.
1: Yeah. Yeah, this is probably the first time he's seen cartoons since uh, since what happened to his brother.
0: So it's uh, really triggering him. Well, this... oh, yeah, the, like the, the there's kind of like a PTSD element to it. I was to it.
2: about to say PTSD. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah,
1: I think so.
3: Well, this minute, this minute and the next minute are both really heavy, like, um, just establishing a bunch of important stuff. And I think like previous to this, they do that in pretty subtle ways and they do that in subtle ways throughout the movie. But th- these two minutes, especially are very like blatant, you know, uh, pretty in your face. Like, hey, here is some foundational information you're going to need.
2: Yeah. yeah. If you're but... not paying attention to these two minutes. Or you're... if you're
0: six years old, this or... one really <laughs> goes over your head. Yeah. You're, you're, you're not going to
2: get. The film you're not gonna understand wait what's happening next. Why is
0: I don't know what money is. What does he mean? Twenty five (laughs) thousand dollars. Does that mean something? Is that a lot? Is that a little? I like it's again money. I don't like because you have to understand, like, okay, making movies costs money. If you can't make the movies effectively, that costs money. And you have to understand in the previous scene, it's like, oh, Roger Rabbit isn't performing correctly, something's distracting him. And so now they're like adding in all of that to clarify. As an adult, I get it really like quickly. But you do have to like get it. Yeah, right? it's not, not it's not a hundred percent intuitive. You have
2: to also be paying attention and like processing this can't like if this is the first time you're watching this, these can't be the minutes that you tone out for for a second. Cause otherwise you're like, wait, why are they so why upset? why is Eddie doing why, anything? Yeah, why are why is he doing this? Why are they upset at Roger Rabbit? What's the deal?
0: And and they do like the film noir kind of like fast talking, slick talking. And the, the newspaper is like 1940s newspaper headline. I was like, I wouldn't know what any of those words are until I'm like 18 years old. Yeah. For <laughs> for the newspaper headline. And
2: I think when I was watching this for the first time a couple days ago. A, a week ago. A week ago. Um, I, I almost toned, zoned out here because these, it wasn't as invite in, in interesting yeah. the, uh, um, these two minutes until... Until minute the next the third minute of, of this week when when Dumbo shows up I was like oh there's
0: Dumbo <laughs> <laughs> the, the six year old brain yeah. yeah oh Dumbo it's interesting again but, but I, I, I don't know I why he was to looking pay at attention
2: it. a little bit but like if 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 it had been any other night when I was exhausted sometimes I fall asleep watching a movie just because <laughs> mom life and work life and mm-hmm. life in general and I'll fall asleep in the middle of a movie and uh, if it had just kept going with this kind of tone i i would have zoned out yeah so
0: so with a six-year-old brain this this week of minutes is talking 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 he's looking at the root beer oh dumbo yeah 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 i and i don't know what i thought was
1: going on when i saw this when i was that age but it like i I know I don't, I didn't understand anything that wasn't the cartoon parts, except loosely, mm-hmm. oh yeah, Roger. Roger's in trouble. But yeah, I think when they do add the Dumbo part in, that is just purely to uh, get everyone six-year-old and I think like <laughs> 60-year-old like engaged with this Oh, more. Dumbo. Yeah. yeah, I think- I, Everyone has that same reaction.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think that, so I think we get a couple of really important things out of this, right? Like whether or not- um, whether or you do you will get the information later, right? Like even if you mm-hmm. if you zone out for these couple of minutes, but they do go to establishing some important things, I think. And like one of the things that I noticed is um uh Eddie says something like, Oh, well, maybe Zachine Briggs to keep dropping refrigerators on his head. And uh R.K. Maroon says, well, I'm gonna butcher the lines, but something about I don't know. You could do that as many times as you want. It's their hearts that you can't like mess with. And to me, that line is just like, it's so, uh, indicative of the way tunes are treated throughout the movie Mm -hmm. that like, Oh, you know, you can beat the shit out of them. That's no big deal, man. Like, but then in the same sentence, like admit that they have feelings and that they're (laughs) like, and they have a humanity to them, you know, that should, uh, is of concern but only you know in the way that it affects
0: the movie making it's money not, it's not so concerning that you won't drop a fridge on right. It. <laughs> <laughs> right
3: it doesn't he doesn't yeah. actually care it's just really messing with this movie right now
0: <laughs> yeah
1: it's really a villain sort of thing like this and like a few other things just shows that he cares about the tunes zero percent
0: yeah well and like his solution because he, so he hands him the newspaper and the newspaper says that there's some implications that Jessica Rabbit is being unfaithful, right? It's the the gossip paper for Toontown. And so that's what the, I think, if I could translate that headline correctly, (laughs) I think that's what it says, you know, is there's an implication. And so R.K. Maroon is saying, Roger Rabbit's distracted because there's suspicions about his wife. I want you to go confirm those suspicions so that he will get over it and like break up with her so he can get back to work. It's not like, I want to, I want you to go like, he's not, he's not hiring a therapist to help <laughs> Roger and Jessica work through their issues and to resolve this. He's like, no, go confirm these rumors so that we can prove it to Roger. And then he can finally get over it. Cause right now it's just rumors. Like, that's not cool.
1: No, yeah,
0: that, it's really
1: messed up. I mean, especially considering what we find out later about him.
0: But yeah. So like, he's yeah. like, he's framing Jessica rabbit <laughs> into yeah. this scenario. Right if I remember correctly from watching it a week, right? Like he sets all of that up so that these rumors occur so that they can then frame Roger. I'm like, this is a, this is really complicated. Yeah. Yeah. That he's a really bad guy. Like the Mm -hmm. the very fact like our hero, Eddie is going to do it. He's like, fine. I will go get your pictures to prove that someone's having an affair. Yeah. So that we can tell the guy that his wife's having an affair. He's like, that's not super cool either, Eddie. Like, no, it's not. Yeah, a ver- Eddie, very much anti-hero.
3: Well, Ed- Eddie has, you know, he's he's very upset with the tunes, and that has been established from the jump. He he does not like tunes, so I don't think he has any like ethical problems with this whatsoever at
1: this yeah. Point so he's like, in the like, movie. Ah,
0: fine. I'll ruin this tunes marriage.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. He d- he doesn't care. Like it. Like he means nothing to him right now. Yeah. I would love to to get a copy of the Toontown gossip. That sounds like a really funny. <laughs> it newspaper. looks like there's
0: something Daffy Duck on the back of it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe an advertisement for his uh, ink and paint show.
0: But yeah, that would be that would be a pretty fun prop. Because <laughs> you know, that's the kind of prop where someone just like went nuts and actually filled in all those articles. Yeah, yeah. There's
1: there's probably some great stuff on there. Some dirt about Yosemite Sam. Um. <laughs>
3: I think Yosemite Sam wears his dirt on his sleeve
0: <laughs> that's, that's it's not exactly gossip yeah <laughs>
1: by the way that was my theory he was the one who I thought when I just saw the trailers for the movie the one thing I remember was my thought was oh Yosemite Sam was the one who did it like before I saw the movie <laughs> um uh-huh. and I carried that like despite because I didn't know what was happening in the movie, I think I carried that theory right until the end of the movie that, oh, it's gonna, we're gonna find out it's Yosemite Sam at any minute. <laughs> I don't think that's a bad theory. You know? I mean, he
0: he has a history with rabbits.
1: Oh, Very true.
3: I didn't even think about that. He just yeah. gave me really bad white man
1: vibes. <laughs> well, that too. Oh, by the way, um, he, R.K. Maroon calls it the Baby Herman cartoon, and not like the Roger Rabbit cartoon. I feel both of them are on all the posters. It seems kind of unfair that it's still just known as the Baby Herman cartoon.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty fair. I'm trying to think because, like, it seems like you come to watch the Roger Rabbit antics.
2: Yeah. Not the Baby Herman. Like, it doesn't seem he. Be- or
0: at the very least, it should be balanced like Sylvester and Tweety. Yeah. yeah. Or Tom and Jerry. Yes. Yeah,
3: I I think it on most of the posters, they have sort of equal billing, like their names are kind of side by side, and there doesn't seem to be a standard order to it necessarily.
2: So I do think they're kind of a pair. Maybe in in like, in general, they're a pair. But here to the studio that it's like, okay, it's really baby Herman, but Roger (laughs) Rabbit is like something we have to deal with and the thing that makes us the money but like (laughs) you know
0: I don't know yeah because it it makes sense that it would be one of the like pairs but also I could not imagine them saying consistently the the Herman Roger cartoon the Roger Herman like those names don't go together like like Tom and Jerry yeah Yeah. and so so you can't end up saying both of those together
1: yeah, Roger and Baby cartoon. Uh, that's still still kind of weird. Are we? Is have we kind of yeah. covered
3: everything for minute seven? I, I,
1: I think so. the only The only I other think so. thing that I want I think maybe bears mentioning is uh, this is the first time we get Jessica Rabbit mentioned, and the first time we have Toontown mentioned in
0: this minute. Um, Introducing important factors.
1: Yeah, a lot of exposition in this minute. They really uh, managed to cram a lot of it in. Well, yeah, we find out
3: we find out up until this point we don't know Roger's married. Mm-hmm. Um, that's
1: true.
3: so we found out he has a wife we find out her name is jessica we find out she may be having an affair um and that the studio thinks that's why roger is struggling mm-hmm. to make stars happen
2: we don't yeah, know that she is not a rabbit
3: no we do not they're, they're that.
0: saving that big reveal for later yeah a big awkward reveal
1: yeah which i have many many questions about but i'm sure those will come up
0: yeah you guys can ask those questions with other guests we'll stick to any of RK Maroon. Yeah.
3: so i think uh the mvp for minute seven is rk maroon's eyebrows um they're doing a lot of work here. yes um like I said this this whole minute is largely just a lot of like establishing a bunch of groundwork for the rest of the movie but um just our Cameroon's eyebrows the presence of them uh, says something ominous and that's giving us a lot of
1: information yeah yeah I I, uh, I agree they do a lot of work
3: they're doing a lot of work yeah
1: all right so is that it for minutes seven we're good Okay, great. Just so want to thank uh, Andrew and Kestra again for joining us this week. Go check out their Dame podcast, also on dueling genre.
0: And no, fair enough. It sounded, like, it sounded like you wanted to say a different word there. Their Dame podcast. They're like, yeah, it's
3: a podcast about a Dame, you
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> Very suitable in <And> this <laughs> film.
1: This has been Who Analyzed Roger Rabbit. We're on dueling genre. Go on there and check out many other podcasts on DuelingGenre.com. And we will see you on Wednesday for Minute 8 of Who Analyzed Roger Rabbit.